The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And he will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good afternoon. Friends, I wonder how many of us here today have completed our preparations for the celebration of Christmas. I will not ask for a show of hands, don't worry. It's not that big a thing. But this is such a busy season. It is such a busy season. And that, that busyness is a thing of, of both great joy and it brings great anxiety sometimes as well. It seems, it seems like the whole economy is, it hinges on how, on how much we spend in this, in this time of year. And, and it all depends, it all, it all focuses on the exchange of gifts. It all focuses on the exchange of gifts. The more expensive, the better, or so it seems. And for so much of the culture, friends, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with the birth of the child of Nazareth, does it? Far less preparing to meet him. And yet, in the middle of all of that this year, my, my meditations on the season, I, I learned something this year, or at least I, I, I saw something that I hadn't really seen clearly before. And I think the Lord wants me to share this with you. It's really quite simple. While, while you have been preparing to meet him in these Advent weeks, while you have been preparing to meet our Lord, he has been preparing to meet you. He has been preparing to meet you. As, as always, our Lord runs ahead of us on our, on our road to meet us. And in this season, as you prepare your hearts to meet him, he is preparing to meet you. And our proper response when we, when we meet him and when we are welcomed by him, our proper response 
is what we call what we call worship. Worship is 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 simply the, the offering of right praise. That's what worship is. It's the offering of right praise. It's the offering that we bring to to kind of the the manger of our souls to Him. That's the gift that we give to Him when He gives Himself to us, because that's what we prepare for. We are we prepare ourselves to give that gift, and He is preparing to receive it. And at the same time, we are preparing to receive the great gift of Himself to us. This is the exchange of gifts that happens at Christmas. This is the true exchange of gifts. Our first reading recounts an incident from the uh, the time when David was the king of Israel, and it reveals something of David's heart. You know, David truly was a soul after God's own heart, wasn't he? Uh, As we all must be. And he had come to a place of reflection after his enemies had been defeated, and he had come to a place of rest. It's a wonderful peek inside his heart, and we find that the that what's recorded is that instead of, of contemplating how powerful and grand he had become as the, as the king, his thoughts turned toward the Lord. His thoughts turned toward the Lord, and he turned to Nathan, his, uh, the, the prophet, and he said something like this. You know, the Lord has given me victory, and he's given me rest, um, and he's made me king, and it doesn't seem fair that I live in this beautiful home of cedar and the Lord's home is in a tent. Doesn't seem fair. Well, David has already begun at, at that point, is, is already thinking in terms of building a home proper for our, for our Lord, someplace for, for the Lord to dwell. That's his purpose. And friends, that's an honorable purpose. That's an honorable thing that, that he has going on in his, in his heart. But having revealed this to Nathan, the Lord comes to Nathan and, and, and says, to, says to him, look, go, go tell David this. Should you build me a house to live in? From the time that I've led this people, I have never dwelt in a house. Right? We just, we just uh, read, read this. From the time I, I have led this people, I've never dwelt in a house. I took you from the pasture to be the commander of my people. I've destroyed all your enemies. I've given you rest. And then Nathan tells David this. He says, I will establish a house for you. I will establish a house for you. David is preparing a place for the Lord, and the Lord is already preparing a place for him. He's running ahead of him. So friends, as we are preparing now to to welcome the Lord, so he is preparing to welcome you. We give ourselves to him, and he gives himself to us. This is the true exchange of gifts for Christmas. Our gospel today records the encounter of the angel Gabriel and the young woman from Nazareth, uh, Mary. Mary has been, given a pro- has been given in promise. She is now pledged to a man named Joseph, and her life is about to change. Her life is about to change drastically, but in a direction that she hadn't planned. She has a conversation with the angel that reveals to her that while she is preparing a home with Joseph, a home that will surely honor the Lord because Mary and Joseph were both pious people. They were descendants of David. Joseph was a descendant of David. But there was another greater plan at work for this home, wasn't there? There was something else afoot. The promise made to her ancestor David was going to be fulfilled with her 
in her home. That promise that, that the Lord made to David is going to be fulfilled in the home of Mary of Nazareth. She's preparing a place for him, and the Lord is already preparing a place for her in the kingdom of her son, the son of man, the son of David. And when the angel tells her how this great gift is coming to her, she responds by saying, may it be done to me according to your word. We know, the, we know these words. Well, friends, that's the, proper, that's the proper response. That is the response of worship. It is the offering of right praise. She is preparing a place for him. He's already preparing a place for her. And we give ourselves to him, and he gives himself to us. That's why, that's why Eucharist is a taste of Christmas every time we, we experience Eucharist. We give ourselves to him. He gives himself to us. My memory is full of, of favorite Christmas moments, and I know that you have, you have them as well. I hope, I hope you do. Christmas is a wonderful time. Um, and I think of, of moments with my family, moments with my friends, the gifts that I've received, the gifts that I've given. And I remember especially the Christmas of, uh, the Christmas of 1971. For me, it was very, very special because it was the first Christmas I ever experienced after I had given myself to serve the Lord, because it was, it was as if the, it was like the first time I had ever heard the story. I was just beginning to learn how to, how to become a disciple, and suddenly Christmas had a new meaning for me. And it, and it was like you know, that, that scene in, in The Wizard of Oz where, where everything goes from black and white to color? Boom. That's what that Christmas was like for me. I'll never forget it. These memories are very precious, and to revisit them at this time of year is a precious thing to me. I hope that's something we have in common. I'm sure it is. So my prayer for each of you today is that this, this season, this Advent and Christmas season, will be memorable to you as a time when you discovered him waiting for you, as you welcome him and learned in a new way what it means to exchange gifts, that that eternal exchange of gifts, I give myself to him, he gives himself to us. And that's at the very heart of our Christmas prayer, and that's what Christmas, our Christmas is all about. Amen? Amen. Amen.